welcome back to Slay the Stars and episode 66. Last time, Zem and Char uh, met back up with an old friend who had stowed away on the boat, presumably uh, with the plan to kill both of you um, for a past slight, but... What do you mean presumably? (laughs) (laughs) You were able to quickly make up, and now you have a new companion on the ship. Del. Presumably my ass. <laughs> and uh, as you didn't have an extra cabin for Dell, Dell is bunking with Shar for the night. And maybe until you get to Lyra. Yeah, maybe forever. <laughs> it's uh, hard to say. It'll be a nice bonding moment for the two of you, though. Oh, yes. Bonding moment. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we're picking up. Dell is snoozing away in the corner of your room. They have stolen your pillow. And, uh, Zem, you went back to your room. Mm-hmm. And it dawns on you that you haven't sent a message to Rafe since departing. Yeah. And you look down at your hand and you see the ring there. Uh, but the ring's changed. It's different. It spins on your finger now. And it reminds you of the last time you and Char saw Rafe before you left. Where did you all meet up? Like right before we left? Yeah. The hospital now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so we really didn't care much for being in the city. So mm-hmm. we would he would have probably met us at school. Um, my old... My old dorm room, which is where I was staying. Um, there. Okay. <clears throat> so, earlier in the day, you got a paper bird from Rafe saying the time that he would be meeting you, asking for you and Char to be together when he met up with you. And uh, he's there at the appointed time. We'll call it 6 o'clock, right before dinner. Punctual. Punctual. On time. Uh, He didn't say why he was coming, though, or why specifically at that time. But when he gets there, there's there's a different air about him. He seems a little sad. Sad? Oh, because we're leaving. He comes into the room. He gives you a big hug and a kiss on the head. And he says, how are you both doing? I'm a little nervous. A little excited. Uh, a lot eager to get this going. I can imagine. And you? A lot of nervous. A lot of nervous. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as far as I know, nobody's left Vela in this way before, so I'd be <laughs> nervous too. Sure, I was like doubled over a chair. Oh God, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're taking very capable people with you. Well, at least Kai. Kai seems pretty <laughs> capable. Um... I wanted to, Char, before, I, I wanted to give you something. Well, first, both of you. Um, Char, let me see your hand. The, the one with the ring. Okay. I, th- I think it was the right hand. So he takes your hand, and he puts one finger on the top and one finger on the bottom, and he presses it, and you feel the little spikes that were on the inside of the band that went into your finger retract. Hmm. Um, it's just... Zamira, your hand. Give him my hand. And he does the same thing. Um, <clears throat> the 
the spikes were there as a means to make sure you didn't remove the ring. But, uh, as I believe we've reached a certain level of trust between all of us, and he looks at you, Zamira, and there's like this smirk on his face. I mean, we feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it's necessary. And if you ever need to remove the ring for any reason, um, I want you to have that option. Um, but it's still a means for us to communicate, so I'll, I hope you'll keep it with you. Shar tries to turn invisible. Does it still work? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, and I, I wanted to give you a gift, Zamira. Is it money? Sort of like money. <laughs> I'm just all I'm, kidding. All I'm hearing is money, money, please. Please. <laughs> money I'm just kidding. I'm, just... I'm um, sort of kidding. <laughs> and he hands you a red box. It's about the size of like an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, uh, and it has like two flaps. Oh. And it's like blood red, and it has like almost like a dragon Cardiac. tail. <laughs> detail oh my god a box i always wanted a box uh never mind i'm gonna keep this uh gift you don't you don't get this anymore you love me for my wit i don't know why you love me uh yes those are the two reasons (laughs) sure slowly backs out of you no no wait i i have something for you as well um is it a box Sorry. I hate you both. <laughs> Zem, we're over. <laughs> Yours is a cube with a drawer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. He just throws the box at you. <laughs> Take it. I am so sorry. I'm on a tear for no reason. <laughs> and I don't understand because well, I, was I was caffeinated before we started. That's I was, why. I was half asleep like five seconds ago. And then I woke up and you're like, you know what? You're going to be an asshole today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Arthur well, has chosen violence. My presence is never going to solve that. Um, so I like will catch the box, and before I even like open it, I'm going to go over and like smile in his face and like go up on my tiptoes and give him a kiss. He puts his arms around you and like squeezes you tight to show that he understands you're just joking. And he's like, "Just open it. I'm excited to see your reaction." Okay, so I hold it like with the bottom kind of against me, and like I do both. At the same time. Like okay. And what you see is a golden chain, a long golden chain. So this would hang pretty low on you. And in the center, there is a dark vial that seems to be like black. And it has this like gold, I don't know, like setting, you know, like, like wire that's wrapped around it that attaches mm-hmm. it to the chain. Looks nice. Looks yeah. expensive. I'm going <clears> to <throat> kind of lift the charm part i guess mm-hmm. um and like how big is it like um i would say it's maybe like an inch long oh okay um so like i'll i'll pick it up and like turn it over and look at it and just kind of it feels like delicate glass and the stopper in the top uh looks like it's not cork something else it's kind of like golden color as well you're not sure if it's been painted to be that color or not it's just it's an odd this is thing so unique i've never seen anything like it yes well um i wanted to get you something special and also something helpful oh if you're ever in a situation that is dire and i mean incredibly dire 
just open the vial and drink it. Oh, this is like a, and like, I'm going to like, how do I, and like, go to like, open, like, open it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you, it's, it's in there pretty tight, but when you like twist and pull, you can get okay. it open. Oh, okay. Um, and like, I'm going to like with the lid, obviously back on, I'm going to like tip it and like, like back and like upside down, back and forth, whatever. Um, the liquid inside, like, can I see the liquid inside or is it just like glass? And then I know that there's something inside. No, no, you can see the liquid inside. It's filled almost to the top. So it doesn't like slosh as much, but it's, it's dark. It's like a, like a black color and it's fairly viscous. Oh, looks kind of gross, but I mean, also really pretty. So yeah, it's not going to be delicious, but it'll be helpful. Okay. Um, and so I'll take it off and slip it over my head and put it on. Thank you. Of course, you know, I love giving you presents. I sure just behind them, shaking his head. (laughs) I didn't get you anything. And now I feel bad. I, that's never been our arrangement, dear. (laughs) I know, but. I'll think about this. Okay. Um, and Char. Um, Char's going to give him a hug. Not a kiss, but. <laughs> <laughs> he gives but you he, a hug. Because back. this is a, it, it's a weird, like, mutual friendship now. And that's just kind of what it's become before um, he even opens it. Kind of, I'm going to snicker. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he says to you, um, it's been good getting to know you. Um, and I trust you and I trust that you will, um, help keep this one safe and out of the trouble. Try my best. (laughs) Um, then he goes to open the, you said it was a box. Yeah. There's, he has a little box for you and he hands it to you and he looks at you and he looks at Zem out of the corner of his eye. And the smile on my face is huge. And he's like, uh, Zem told me you would want this. Um, but I think that she was joking is this a earring it it is an earring i do see that your ears are not pierced zamira (laughs) shark kind of like side eyes them a little bit i mean mine are (laughs) that's a good point he goes to hand it to zem no no no, don't don't give it to zem don't get it's it's for you okay uh yeah i can uh i can um I can help you pierce your ear. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Rafe is like, like, like right now you're gonna you're gonna pierce this ear. I mean, when like other what what's he gonna do with the earring otherwise? Zem is prepared like a needle <laughs> with okay. like ice and I'm a lemon. I'm gonna go turn the crucible on on my desk. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Honestly, this is going to be whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We're at school. Okay. Hmm. Uh, he kind of like looks over to Rafe. Should I be fearful about this? Uh, I, I don't have my ears pierced, so I don't know how it feels. But I, I imagine the stuff you've been through is probably going to hurt way worse than a little poke with a needle. Someone, okay. someone, go get me some ice and a potato. I really only need half a potato. Okay. Like a slow cut to like Zem approaching Char with a needle <laughs> and a potato. Rick's and then like, I'll be ah, right back. Cut the black. <laughs> Smash cut open to Char with ice. <laughs> yeah, okay. What does the earring look like? Yeah, what would you want the earring to look like, Char? 
Um, I'm trying to think like what the design is. It's like the metal that hangs down. Like it's floppy as shit, but it's just like dangly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a, like okay. a panel. Okay. But I imagine it has like that stained glass like feel to it. Okay, so like a panel of stained glass. That's awesome. And if I could recommend something, it would be the same symbol yes. that you already wear. I dig cool. it. Or my my symbol, because. <laughs> <laughs> what I love it. Uh, okay, and after the little pinch. Oh, yeah, because that's what it's going to be. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So I've heated the needle. You've been icing your ear. I come at you with a, a I almost said pumpkin, um, potato. <laughs> that was a potato a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hallucinating? And like the needle that I've sterilized in the fire. Um, and I hold the potato behind your ear. And then I say, all right, breathe in, then breathe out. One, okay. two, and then I do it. Ah! <laughs> you said three. <laughs> Rafe's like trying to contain his laughter. He's like, <laughs> well, I didn't breathe out yet. <laughs> <sighs> Just a little pinch. <laughs> little pressure. <laughs> Char, and the the same for you. This uh, this earring is special. If you are ever in a dire moment of need, simply smash the earring. It will break. Oh. Oh. oh, oh, oh okay. He's kind of like a little disappointed. He's like, but it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that is why we only break it in a dire moment of need. <laughs> All right, now that all of that is out of the way, um, Zamira, do you have dinner plans tonight? She does now. No. Well, it just so happens that I have a fun night for the two of us planned. Okay. Okay. Where are we, where are we going? Surprise. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Can I make a stealth check to just slip away unnoticed? Sure. Roll it. A 19. I can't read. He rolled a natural 18 plus his perception modifier. So um, he sees you and he kind of like winks at you as you. He's like against like, like crock against the back wall. <laughs> 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 Zem's too excited. She doesn't know to Charlie. leaving. Yes. <laughs> I am immediately over at my closet. Like, oh, I wish I still had all of those um, exquisite gowns from Rena. You don't need stuff like that, do you? Don't tell me how to dress. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, uh. That went south so fast. <laughs> Listen, I know that I don't need it. But, like, can you just imagine? And then, like, I describe an, a number of incredibly, like, inappropriate sets of clothing. We could we could go buy that right now. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. And he grabs your hand in, a like, a fun way. And uh, I picture that is where we're ending the scene as the two of you giggle and run out in the hallway and into the streets of Saltspire. 
to do some shopping. Rest in peace, that man's wallet. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, we're back on the ship. You're looking at the ring. I'm feeling for the vial against your chest. Are you sending a message tonight? Um. So this is the first full night, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um. I. I'm just going to. Okay. I'm sorry. So prior. We had talked about the fact that we can still see. You can still see Vela behind you. We, how big or small does it? Like how? It's pretty big. I mean, you have not made that much progress yet. It looks very much like when you see pictures from the space station. Yeah, maybe a little smaller than that, but very similar. To okay, that. we're far away, but not really. Yeah, okay. you're far away, but Vela is such a big place. It still looks very yeah. large. Yeah. Okay. To you. Okay, cool. Um so I know that we like aren't that far, but I'm still going to I'm just going to send a message that says um I miss you. Just that. Roll me a D100. Also, just as a heads up, Shar's going to leave his message alone every day. As, like, an emergency in case Zem needs it. Okay. Not because he doesn't want to talk to Rafe, but he knows the situation. That makes sense. 20. Your message goes through. And, um... I will... So, I will tell you that while you are in this between planar space, um, as you get further from Vela, there's going to be a higher and higher chance that your messages don't go through. Right now, the chance is very low because you're still so close. Um... And so Rafe receives your message and he responds back with, it feels like it's already been ages. I wish I could respond. I would. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just, I'm just kind of going to like close my eyes and try to sleep with that little nugget of a whisper and go to sleep. Okay. Char, you heading to bed? Anything else you want to do before bed? No, I don't think so. I mean, he might after like he might lay there for a while, but then he's going to get up and kind of walk on the deck a little bit. Okay. Just not like interacting with anybody, just trying to clear his head. Okay. While you're up there, you see Kai. Um, Kai is very much a night owl, uh, so. She's up, and she's she doesn't seem anxious in a bad way, but uh, since she's sort of taken on the lead navigator spot for the ship, and this is all very new to her, uh, she's taking her job very seriously, and you see that she has some interesting charts and things out that she's drawing on and trying to make um, make, make sense, I suppose. Um, but everything's calm. Everybody else seems to be asleep. I'm not going to talk to Kai, but I'm just going to sit with her for a little bit. I might end up falling asleep on the deck, but... Okay. Roll me an intelligence check. Natural 20. That's the smartest Char has ever been. (laughs) And ever will be. (laughs) Uh, Char, at first you think that she has maps out, but that doesn't make any sense because there's no roads or things to look at as waypoints and even if there were who would have made such maps um but then you realize that these are star charts and you're like oh that's interesting but then you're looking at them 
and you realize that there are constellations on these charts that these these charts didn't come from Vela because those stars, those constellations, those makeup of stars, you've never seen those or heard anybody talk of those before. I don't recognize those. Oh, um, yeah, you wouldn't. Um, these are a relic from the past. Do I believe her? Yeah. How far? You know, my people, the the Kalistar, we're not, we're not from Vela. At least our stories say we're not from Vela, right? A little bit, but... Well, these charts, um, they are from the skies of where we were before. So how far away is that? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I thought maybe we were from Lyra or some other place uh, on this hub, but none of... From what I can tell from looking at these charts and comparing them to what I see now, I don't think that they match. There was a star that went out when we were on Lyra. Vela? Mm-hmm. Vela. Mm-hmm. Shara's going to look in the general direction of where that was. Is it still burnt out? So what you see is... Lyra itself, off in the distance. And it's there, but it does look as if it's dimming. Not actively dimming, but it looks dimmer than the last time you looked at it. And it looks dimmer compared to Vela, obviously, behind you. And some of the other far-off lights you can see. Lyra seems to be the dimmest. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll come across it sooner or later. Maybe. Are you worried? No, just, I guess, anxious to have answers. Yeah, I know that feeling. It's like, I feel like I have this chance to learn if... <sighs> have you ever heard a legend... Something that's so interesting and feels so true down to your core, but you had no way of proving it. It was just a matter of faith. But this, if I could find this place, if I could make the stars match the charts and figure out where we're from, I could find out if the stories are true. What are some of the stories? And Shara's just kind of going to leave. He's going to just kind of stay up there and listen to Kai for probably the rest of the night. Yeah, and so Kai tells the story that she knows of the Kalistar people, of uh, their world having problems, of it beginning to die, of them being sent to Vela with the world tree, of them then establishing their people there in the Bell Wood. All of that. And if you want to hear more of that story, I recommend listening to the second collaboration 
that was done for Slay the Stars. Uh, the Milo and Mila one-shot, it uh, will tell you more of that story. Shameless plug. Shameless plug for our own stuff. It's really good. Anyway, so, but she doesn't, she doesn't have all the information that is in there. What she knows is that the people were brought to Vela because there were problems on their own world. They came there with the tree. The tree was a way for them to potentially go home someday. That is what she knows. Okay. Shira's going to absolutely just fall asleep on the deck, <laughs> like not thinking about anything else. It's oddly calm to not have to worry about being attacked every five seconds. It's true. And Kai tells a good story. And her voice is very calming. And it's very much like having, you know, a mother or grandmother figure um, telling you bedtime stories to go to sleep. But you do feel a hand on your shoulder. You kind of jump awake a little bit. Hello? <laughs> sure, you need, to, you need to go to sleep. You're not going to get enough sleep up here on the deck. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good idea. You're tired. When am I not? <laughs> get some sleep. We'll see you in the morning. Okay. All right. He's going to, like, snake down the stairs. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you head to your room. You go to sleep. You both get a long rest. In the morning, you both wake up to the smell of cooking eggs and fresh fruit. I'm going to follow my nose. <laughs> like a cartoon character, you mm -hmm. float out of your room. Mm -hmm. Do we have fruit? <laughs> Is Del still in his hammock thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Eat an orange. <laughs> Del's like <laughs> drooling a little bit. Charge is going to like pick him up. Not by the neck or anything. Like very gently not trying to wake him up. <laughs> uh, Del's just like ah, what is happening? Why? Char, I'm supposed to kill you! <laughs> He's going to walk past all the food up on the deck. I'm supposed to kill you. Uh, but yeah, you head up to the top deck and Luteo has set like a little table up with some chopped up, I don't know, apples and grapes and oranges. And then there's a bunch of scrambled eggs. Um, and Luteo's like, listen, we have to eat the good food now while we have it because pretty soon we're going to be on dry rations. So, uh. Enjoy the fresh food now. And uh, you eat. And everything is delicious. Anything you want to talk about with your crew. Uh, everybody slowly makes their way up, up top. Um, Kai looks tired. Like she's ready to take her nap now that everybody's awake. Dashara was up there before the two of you woke up. Um, yeah. Was there coffee made? There is coffee, yes. Okay, I'm going to go over. Um, you want some coffee? Yes. All right, I'm going to like fix two cups of coffee. Um, and when I do that, <clears throat> like, I'm just going to start to hum. What are you humming? I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What does it sound like? I, I don't, I don't know. Just, just humming. I'm just, I'm, I don't have any like inkling. It's just, I don't even know that I'm doing it. Sure. Roll me a history check. 
Uh, four. <laughs> Char, you've... You catch yourself humming along with Zem. And the only reason you notice it is because uh, Kai says to the two of you, that's a beautiful song. What are you... What are the two of you humming? What song? What do you mean? I wasn't humming. You were both just humming. You were humming the same song. Were you humming? Or you? May maybe. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It was it was beautiful. Oh, okay. I don't uh, know. It's yeah. gone. Yeah, well, why why don't you get some rest? You were up all night. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 pretty. I got it for tired. a while. Okay. Um. Yeah, we should be on course. So don't you don't need to, unless you see um you know like a. Like an iceberg or something. Uh, you shouldn't need to Too steer soon. away. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Fuck all those people. <laughs> um, I'm tired. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to bed. And Kai does. Her room is in the like the top cabin on the top deck. So she just walks over and closes the door behind her. Shar, you're trying to think of what you were humming because you were so unaware of you doing it. And the only thing you can think of is. Maybe it's a song that you've heard from Zem before. Maybe she hums songs like this a lot. You don't know. Could have been. I could have heard it from a number of places. It's true. Hmm. Maybe it was one of my mom's. Could be. Could Karina. be song. Could be Karina. She was always singing. Maybe. You're just going to sit there and kind of not steer the ship into an iceberg not yeah no space icebergs um where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> so i did um i did want to look back at vela okay is there i mean i know we're still sort of close to it but like is there any kind of like aura around it or like coloring or something like does it look not normal roll me an intelligence check Thirteen. Uh, okay, so you've never seen Vela from beyond Vela before, so you're not sure what it should look like. But you can see like the blue of the ocean, the greens and browns of the land, a little bit of white mixed in um, at the mountain peaks and stuff. Something you notice that is interesting is the island of Icarus, mm -hmm. which is off the southeastern coast of Vela. The western coast of that island, the side that faces Vela, is still blackened. You can actually see actively um, erupting volcanoes. But the eastern side of the island, there's desert there, but there's green. It's, Weird. It's almost like the island isn't the, the wasteland that the people of Vela thought it was. Very interesting. It is interesting. Does it look big or does it look like one of the many little islands that like pebble throughout? Oh no, Acarus is very large. Okay. Um, it, for comparison, it would be 
you know, if if Vela is the size of like Europe, then Icarus is the size of like the British Isles. You okay. Know I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's very large. But as far as like an aura or like an atmosphere around the plane, there is like a whitish, light bluish with like a golden haze that seems to encapsulate the plane. Uh, but you don't know if that is abnormal or normal. It's just there. It's present. Okay. I just wanted to, you know, see what I could observe from all the way out here since people don't get to do that. Sure. Anything that you're curious about, Char? Not really. He's in a weird, like, limbo state right now. Okay. What's going on? He just feels lost for better sense of wording. That's understandable. Roll me a perception check. Okay. Give me one second. Are you, um, sorry, while you're doing that, are yeah. you just, like, chilling by yourself? Oh, yeah, he was. He was taking over the ship helm. Mm-hmm. Not doing anything with it, but he was. Uh, 24. Okay. You glance out at, like, the, the sea of space around you, and you don't see anything. It's interesting because your depth perception is so off because you can see like off in the distance all these small lights that are super far away and you can see closer to you the lights of the planes that actually make up the celestial hub and you Mm -hmm. can see off in the distance this golden rod that seems to just go through earth, through earth, through space that is this axis that is the celestial hub itself. But it's so hard to gauge distances here. I hate it. <laughs> you could be a day away from these things. You could be a hundred years from them. And that's something that strikes you as very disconcerting is that you set off on this voyage with an aim in mind, but you have no idea how long it's going to take you to get there. <sighs> he just feels alone. Not that, there's a reason for him to feel alone with everybody here, but just how he feels. Yeah. He, he just kind of stares off into the nothingness, like of everything, which is kind of ironic. So I kind of got interrupted while I was making our coffee. So I'm going to finish making the coffee and bring you your cup. And <clears throat> like, I can tell that there's something off with you. Um, so I hand you your cup of coffee and I say, um, have you tried to talk to her? And I'm going to point to your pendant. No, I, um, I figured she didn't want to talk to me. Um, I think maybe you should try um and i'm just gonna hand you your coffee cup and kind of like give you a smile like i'll leave you to contemplate that you do what you want and then i'll go over towards the others this smile is very just thank you Mm -hmm. 
Which was hard for me, because you know how I feel about her. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) Zem, are you... Are you going to encourage the others to maybe go downstairs to do something to give Shar a moment or... So how big is the top of the ship? Like, if there's... I mean, because I know that there's no way that we're separate, but is... are Like, are we enough to the side where if we're engaged in conversation, he still has some privacy or no? Yes, he would have some privacy, but you also know, based on how you've seen Amara work in the past, that there's a good chance she's not going to show up if there are other people present. So then I probably would, but I'm not going to just, like, immediately, like, get up, let's go. I'm not going to, like, make it weird. Mm -hmm. So I might sit there for a few minutes and, like, keep glancing over at Char and see, like, does he look like he's, like, nope, like, I'm just going to continue to stare into the abyss. Or does he look like he's thinking about it? Like, did he subconsciously touch his pendant or whatever? Because if that's the case, then I'm going to start to say, like, let's go play a game or something. You know what I mean? Like, let's go downstairs and look at this thing or whatever. I don't know. And I I'll... think if you look over, Char actually just leaves the deck. He goes downstairs. Oh, okay. Okay. Where are you going downstairs? Just into the room again. Okay. You have a moment alone. It's quiet because everybody else is upstairs. So what are you doing? He's just kind of going to hold the pendant. <sighs> okay. Um, I don't know if you still want to talk to me. Um, I hope you're okay. Uh, I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about you. He just kind of sits there, half meditating. Probably like a good two or three minutes passes, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but when you're sitting there watching a clock tick, Mm -hmm. it's a very long time. And there's a gentle knock on the door. (sighs) Probably was gone too long. He opened the door. Namara's standing there. Hi. Can I come in? Yeah. She walks past you. She sits down on the bed. Um, and she seems to be trying not to make direct eye contact with you, which is odd. So just nothing or are you okay? I'm fine. Thank you. Um, but... Uh, Does she seem less corporeal? No, actually, she seems incredibly corporeal right now. We need to talk, Char, and I, um... I think this might be the last time. What? 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 I think after we speak... You won't want to speak with me anymore. Why? Because things are... Things are more complicated. Okay, yeah, that's... Pretty much how most of our year has gone. You can see that there are tears streaming down her face. 
You need to know that everything that I've done has been in service of the balance. Okay, I don't... I don't understand. I don't even know where to begin. You and Zamira are dangerous. Like, physically, or...? Physically, spiritually, I don't know, just... But it doesn't matter, because everything's gone to shit anyway. Mm-hmm. But you're okay. I'm I'm as okay as any of us can be right now, but I because you were gone for a while. I've gotten myself in some trouble, but it's fine and it's Can I Char- help? With trouble? <sighs> Always so kind. Char, what do you know about your parents? They're back on Vela. They're still probably playing musical instruments right now. No, your real parents, Char. The people who birthed you into this world. Almost nothing, except crazy man with a hat that was carrying around children. That's about all I got. He did have a hat, right? I'm not making that up. Curious George. <laughs> the man with the yellow hat. Like, I'm not just making that up, right? Like, or did I completely make that shit I up? I don't remember if he has a hat or not, but now he does. That's canon. That's canon. The only thing people can remember about this man is he has a hat. A yellow hat. That's what hat. I mean. Like, we, not the yellow hat, but no, like... No, no, it's a yellow hat. Oh, no. fuck. The man with the yellow it's hat. It's like a big black broom. <laughs> man with the one red shoe now. This shit. <laughs> It's Tom Cruise. Or, um, I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. <sighs> so, we're dangerous, and you got in the trouble. Did, did you get in the trouble because of me? Sort of. Oh. Wait, Char, what you... does that have to do with my parents? Sure, you know, you... Uh... Through the course of this, you know that I've been following you since before we started talking, right? Yeah, that's what my mom said. But you don't know why. Nope. When we, when those like me, found out that you and Zamira existed... We, we had to be sure that you would not be a a problem. So? You have to understand, the two of you have the potential. We, there have never been creatures, beings like you before. Half mortal, half divine. You could be incredibly powerful like us. You could have no power. We didn't. No. So the only reason you were around was to kill us? I mean, as a last resort, if if the two of you went crazy or something, certainly, but that was never my intent. I didn't I didn't want to kill you, no. But 
Sure, we had to watch you. We had to know if it was... <sighs> we had to know... What... What you would become. How many of them knew? All of them. The moment we knew that the two of you could exist... <sighs> I know who your father is. Wait, so was he the man that gave us away? No. No. Do you know who that was? I don't. I don't. But... Okay, but who... Who is it? Wait, does that mean you know who my mother is? I do. Sure, I can't just tell these things. It's... Okay, just charades. It... <laughs> sure, that's not what I came here to tell you. I came here to tell you that I have not been helping you. But you have. And he kind of like holds up his hand and like guiding bolt like energy kind of starts up. Sure, that power was already inside of you. What? You are divine. Sure, I've been hindering you. I don't... I don't understand. I've been holding you back because I was scared of your power. Because we were scared of your power. Have you been holding Zem back too? Yes. How much? Enough. What happened... What would happen if you didn't hold it back? I don't know. For those of you who are understanding why we just had a 30-minute laugh break, <laughs> Jen just wrote cunt on the paper and held it up <laughs> because she is pissed because she could be a god killer. <laughs> it was my job. Is it still your job? Technically, yes. But? But I am resigning that post. Why? Because I don't want to do it anymore. Because the two of you almost died fighting in that tower. And you wouldn't have if it weren't for this binding. So how do we break it? I can release it. Does that mean you don't want to interact with us anymore? fairly certain that when you tell Zamira what happened here, she's not going to want to interact with me. I... I... Yeah. <laughs> or we could just make her think she got really powerful all of a sudden. You want to lie to her? You think she won't know? I didn't say that. <laughs> You've already forgiven me. Why wouldn't I? You're too good, Char. I really hate that people keep thinking that. She's she's about as angry as I normally would be. <laughs> I think maybe with some time and distance we could mend this. But I don't want to cause a rift between you and Zamira. If you resign, 
that means somebody else will try to come take that place, right? Well, the, the positive here is that um, I don't actually know what's going to happen when I remove the binding. I imagine that... I imagine that there will be some discussion about what my potential punishment could be. The person who would most likely have wanted to bind you um, is currently on the outs with the rest of the Divines, Nox. So um, I don't foresee the rest of the Divines interfering unless you did something that angered them. You mean existing? I mean... Threatening their existence or their creation. Have we done that? No. Have, that was more of a, like, a, have we done that? Sure, if you had done that, I wouldn't be offering to remove the binding. Emotions are very finicky right now. <laughs> and guilt is one hell of a drug. But you, you didn't do it out of malice. No. So I can't be angry with you. It was done out of fear. Misplaced fear. Especially with you. You've never done anything harmful in your entire life. It sure has a traumatic flashback. <laughs> it's birds and squirrels. <laughs> yep. Knowingly. Yep. Knowingly. Never, never done that. He has to sit down. <laughs> Sure, I don't know what will happen when I remove the binding. Whether there's going to be some strange explosion of power, or if it's just going to unlock the ability for you to become ultimately more powerful. I don't know if you'll remain mortal, or if you'll become immortal like the rest of us. I There's never been anyone like the two of you. That seems mathematically odd. <laughs> and yet here we are. I understand the not wanting to be around Zamira when she finds out. I do. Hmm, but yeah. you are welcome here. And I'll come back. I promise. And I'll never be that far. So what now? What is what is what is this between us now? What do you want it to be? You don't need me for power, sure. If you need me for guidance, I would be happy to be that for you eventually, but you've never needed my power. I appreciate you being honest with me. Now. I'm sorry it's taken me so long, but at first it was out of necessity because I didn't know what you would become, and then it was... Out of fear that when you found out, um, you would no longer wish to speak to me. Because as crazy as this story is and as underhanded as what I've done may be, I do care for you very much. Can I ask you something? Anything. When we fought with Dahlias, I got sent to the castle. Yes. And I was taken to a cave where they said my mother was. Yeah. Was that a lie? No. 
Do you know who my mother is? Yes, I do. She's there, and as much as it pains me to say this, she is safe for the time being. And my father's alive? Yes. Last question. Was Karina like us? She was from the place you're from, but no, she wasn't divine. This man that must have brought you to, to Vela, I suspect that he was her father. Oh. Maybe we're on end to him again. He can walk the plains, it's certainly a possibility. I hope to see you soon. You will. Try to smooth things over with Zem for me. Yeah. Tell okay. her I'm sorry. I feel like that would make her more angry at the moment. Okay, don't tell her I'm sorry. Tell her I meant it. <laughs> no, that won't be good either. I don't know how to feel about this right <laughs> now. I'm gonna die. <laughs> She stands up and she walks over and she puts both of her hands on your cheeks and presses her forehead to yours. And she says, If you need me, just call. I'll do what I can. You feel so real. <laughs> I'm more real here than I am on Vela. Remember, we were told we can't interfere on the plains. That doesn't mean we can't interfere out here. But that also means that Nox is much more dangerous to you here, so you need to be careful. Especially traveling with, uh... Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think of the crew? <laughs> I like the little green one. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. You picked a good group, though. They seem trustworthy. And strong. We'll talk soon. We will. Oh, um, and she... She closes her eyes for a moment. She puts her hand out in front of her, and she traces a symbol in the air. That, to you, Char, sort of looks like a sun or a star in the way that she moves her hands. And then she takes the the holy symbol that you're wearing and presses it to her lips and kisses it. And in that moment, Char, you feel... Have you ever had, like, a, a tightness in your chest, either from crying or from, you know, like, coughing or something, and that all of a sudden it just, like, releases? Yeah, you know I have asthma, right? <laughs> yes. Like, that is my entire life. <laughs> yes. Well, it feels like that happens. And you take this deep, shuddering breath. And Zem, in that same moment, you are on the top deck laughing, talking with everybody else. And you have that same feeling in your chest. This tightness that you didn't know was there just sort of releases. 
Um, I'm gonna like look around and like look over to where I last saw Char, and obviously he's not there. Damn, this coffee's good. <clears throat> and just like kind of try to shake it off, and then like get back into the conversation. Um, but like half-heartedly because I'm I'm thrown. Like I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. And Amara gives you one final like nod. Gideon, no? Like, as she's leaving. No. Nobody knew. Just kind of smiles. Thank you. Of course. And she walks out of the room and turns the corner. Fuck. <laughs> what now, Shar? He's going to go back up to the deck. How do I feel? Like, just lighter? You feel lighter. As you're walking up, I'm going to, like, try to make eye contact with you. And, like, I don't think anyone else would see the question on my face. But, like, I'm I'm that, you know, mm-hmm. connection trying to ask, like, did you talk to her? Mm-hmm. He's just going to, like, <clears throat> you know the answer is yes. You know, he's basically saying that we need to talk later. Okay. Shar, there is this this feeling in you right now is like, you know when there's been a question in the back of your mind for a long time about something, but you were afraid to know the answer? And now you have the answer, and it fits. And even though it's there's now more questions, and even though now... You just had a very serious heart-to-heart with somebody who told you a very hard truth. There's a lightness in that as well because you feel like more pieces are coming together. You're understanding more about the big picture. Are we going to tell them now or are we going to wait? I would wait till like everybody starts going about their jobs okay. more than anything. It doesn't take too much time and eventually... But he just uh, kind of sits there and cries for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dell offers to help Luteo uh, down. They're going to go down to like the basement area of the ship and start taking stock of what exactly they have and what exactly Dell stole. <laughs> what exactly Dell stole? <laughs> uh, what they can make uh, over the next couple of days to use up the fresh produce. Uh, Dell is very excited to try their hand at cooking. Uh, Deshara is up on the top deck uh, doing a. Doing kind of like a sweep just to make sure everything looks safe and secure. Uh, she seems a little out of sorts, a little anxious now since Dell is here because there was a stowaway mm-hmm. on the and ship. she missed it. And she missed it. So <laughs> she is, uh, she's a little out of whack. Kai is still asleep. So as everybody starts to do that, uh, Zem, you notice that Shar does seem very upset. I'll, um either come stand by you or sit by you wherever I'm... he'll he'll walk with to like the point of the ship mm-hmm. with All right. you and I'll meet you over there and he kind of walks like along the railing just how he just how he does um, how'd it go technically good all right you f- how do you feel well, weirdly okay like i feel like i don't i don't know how to like i don't feel lighter 
Kind of. Yeah. Like settled. It's weird. So, and he kind of like starts walking out, like onto the point of the ship. We, um, so, um, you can tell me, I told you so, because I know that's probably going to bug you to not here in about five seconds. Okay. Um, Amara wasn't, isn't my deity. Mm, okay. She is a, uh, deity, um, didn't doubt that one. Okay. And but, like, I'm, I'm so reined in. It's like weird, but like also very clear that I'm like, just let him talk. Just let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. Just wait for it. <laughs> Bob and weave. Weave and Bob. She wasn't giving us power. She was restraining it. What does that mean? Um. So. Wait a minute. <clears throat> you said us? Yep. Okay. I did. At this point, he's like walked as far out as possible, like onto. <laughs> Like the I don't I don't know what it's called like the point of the ship, yeah. Forward. <laughs> <laughs> We're not boat people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Well, forward is the front, but I don't know what the very very front is if it has a name. The nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, essentially the nose <laughs> of the ship. The other gods knew about us. And they wanted to give us a, a reason not to fear us. Because apparently they can and should, maybe. The gods were worried about us? Yeah. Are. Still. Technically, I think. So like that thick book that I have full of gods. Yep. They were concerned about our existence. Mm -hmm. Except the one in the bubble. I didn't even know half of them existed until I got that book and they were worried about us. Yeah. But I, I like, I can't really do that much. Like, I, and before, I don't know what's going to happen now. Okay. Because you feel lighter. Well, where has she been? Like, why, where, where did she go? Like, why hasn't she been helping? She's helping now. Why did she lie to you? Fear. That's crap. I mean, it makes sense. So all of them knew that we existed. 
And rather than protect us, they put us through that. It was either that or kill us. Okay. I think the, 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 the bright side here is that she did do the right thing. I mean, it sounds like you're okay with this. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I don't know. I don't know if it would have made a difference. What do you mean it wouldn't have made a difference? We've been lied to our whole lives, taken out of wherever we were supposed to be and, and, Like, your parents were lovely, but that was not my experience. Like, none of this should have happened. Ah. I, like, I kind of, like, turn around and I, like... Being more powerful wouldn't have helped me, Sam. And it may have. It may have been the biggest change of my life, and it could have made everything less crap. But I don't know. I don't care about the power so much as I care about the fact that I guess we'll never know if we would have needed it because we were pulled from our parents and put here and diminished by people who thought they knew better for our lives than we did. We were never even given the option. We were never even given the chance. I mean, to become anything on our own. We can now. Yeah, it was not ideal doing this. But we're not the same people we were back then anymore. It's a lot to process, I'm sorry. I'm not okay with this. So, like, I mean, you said she's not your deity. Like, what does that mean? Like, so you've had this power all along? Seems so. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I've had this the whole time. And so, was... The power that we've had and it shown and, and that's how, had us survive this long, is it just what leaked they couldn't block? I think so. I mean, it took forever to get a lot of it bottled up, I'm sure. Decades of us not using it. And then we were. The bottle couldn't keep expanding. I don't know what this means for our, like, going forward for either one of us, but I can tell you right now that that is never happening again. I agree. I'm, um, I'm sorry. You didn't do it. No, but... 
I believed a lie for so long and brought you into it. You have nothing to apologize to me for. I'm sorry that, you know, I, I, they're, they're sorry. They should be. I don't want to hear I'm sorry from you. I want to hear I'm sorry from whoever put this on us. Did she tell you who it was? Did she do it? It was all of them that weren't trapped in a bubble. She was just the gatekeeper. There was a night you asked your pendant for something. You didn't tell me, but I could tell. It wasn't giving you a truthful answer. Because the my pendant was involved. started to suspect it then. I just didn't know what it meant. And I just sort of... Mm-hmm. Okay. So not only... Not only do... My mother and my father both betray me different ways but betray me and then the mentor that I have in school where I'm finally starting to be happy betray me mm, cool the the relic that he gives me also betrays me that's fucking cool and then the gods themselves <laughs> and I just start like maniacally laughing uh-huh right well I should be used to this, so I guess that's on me. Um, yeah, and like, I just, I get up and I say nothing else and I go into my room and I slam the door. Probably could have approached that better. And that is where we're gonna end this episode. <laughs> Of Slay the Stars. <laughs> Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.